They say sometimes uh, we as uh, priests, as uh, preachers, homeless, are often preaching to the choir, and I'm sure that's the case this morning as we gather. But uh, my mind is going to uh, that horrible decision that was made uh, 48 years ago, uh, announced 48 years ago. And for those that uh, have perhaps spent a little time in studying the background of that uh, disastrous, disastrous decision of Roe versus Wade, know how disastrous it was. So much of it was based on mistruths uh, and uh, from the, the, the background of uh, the Guttmacher Institute, uh, or the forerunner of the Guttmacher Institute, which is the PR for, um, wing of Planned Parenthood, uh, basically said that thousands of women were being killed in back alley abortions, the whole coat hanger myth. That was all made up. There was not one shred of evidence that they had that showed how many women were being killed in illegal abortions. That notwithstanding, of course, the, the whole uh, uh, role uh, in the Jane Roe in the, the circumstance, Norma McCorvey, how she was manipulated, how she uh, did, was in a ter- difficult pregnancy, and um, she was basically told, if you, uh, we'll take your case and we'll, we'll reverse it. Well, she gave birth to that child. She uh, supposedly was seeking to get an abortion, and she later uh, became Catholic, of course, became a staunch pro-life supporter, basically because she knew she was manipulated with lies, mistruths, and the whole case stands on lies. And we're told now, uh, I didn't mention that, that this weekend, of course, but abortion is uh, necessary. It is a, a kindness for those that are caught in, in uh, difficult pregnancies. What they fail to mention is most pregnancies, yes, there are some that are economically difficult or whatever, but the price of abortion is much more than economic. It has a deep spiritual price. It has an emotional price. And now more and more I'm hearing, you know, women who, uh, I don't regret my abortion or whatever, and that disturbs me. That means one of two things. One is they have deep mental issues, psychological issues, because uh, the lack of remorse sometimes comes from that. The other is the death of conscience. And that, I believe, is underneath most of it. That we've killed our conscience. That we've deluded ourselves as a culture, saying that it really is kindness. Or the aftermath of, of abortion, euthanasia, is really kindness. That we, we can give whatever medication it is that's going to uh, prematurely take the person's life in order to spare them that suffering. We do everything to avoid suffering. And while we don't want people to suffer needlessly, we don't want people to be born to bad situations, it's better to live than to not live. Today in the psalm response, we have kindness and truth shall meet. 
And I really, that uh, more than anything else is my prayer, and it, it kind of hit me this morning. Uh, uh, that, that really is my prayer for the end of abortion, that kindness and truth will meet. Because right now we live on one side where, uh, again, abortion is seen as the kindness, and those that stand for the truth are sometimes seen as unkind. Well, I don't believe that's the case. I think those that stand for the truth that abortion takes a life, ends an innocent life, that there's other ways, I believe that's ultimate kindness. And those, of course, we, we know that there are so many on the pro, uh, pro-life side that will do anything to support a woman who is otherwise feels trapped. That's what we need. That's what we need. Today we hear in this first reading how Jesus Christ comes to establish a new covenant. He's a mediator of a better covenant. And that covenant is one that gives life. Jesus gives life, not death. Yes, Jesus took the cross upon himself, but he was not embracing death, but embracing this new covenant, that this is how we're brought into new and eternal life. And even in our gospel reading today, with the naming of the apostles, the naming rather of the twelve, there is more apostles that are not necessarily named, but the naming of the twelve, the central characters in, in Jesus' ministry. Well, there's one that isn't a, a failure in every respect, of course. One who betrayed all of them but John running away. And yet, Jesus relied on them. Jesus relies on us too. And justice and kindness, justice and mercy, kindness and truth, all are interrelated. And those who are called by God need to have all of them. So let us be kind to be the the people who stand up for truth and kindness, knowing ultimately that the Lord has called us. Yeah, not on that mountain uh, some 2,000 years ago. He doesn't call us by name specifically there, but he does continue to call us to be witnesses of life, witnesses of love, witnesses of truth, and that may that truth be explained in kindness and love.